It's no secret, science is a male-dominated field. So women make up nearly half of the U.S. workforce, but according to the U.S. Census, only 27% of them work in science, technology, engineering, or math, those STEM jobs. And the numbers are even more stark for women of color who are severely underrepresented in these fields. Female scientists continue to achieve many historic firsts. Let's not forget this moment back in 2019, the first all-female spacewalk performed by American astronauts Jessica Muir and Christina Cook. We recognize that it is a historic achievement, and we do, of course, want to give credit to all of those that came before us. I'm meteorologist Emily Gracie, and you're listening to Off the Radar, a production of the National Weather Desk. On the show, we dig deep into topics about weather, climate, the ocean, space, and much, much more. Our goal is to help you better understand the weather and to love it as much as we do. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In this episode, we're shining a spotlight on Dr. Jess Wade a British physicist at Imperial College in London, where she specializes in Raymond spectroscopy. If you're like me and you have no idea what that means, don't worry, you're not alone. She basically is studying really cool ways of using light. Now, Dr. Wade knows firsthand the challenges that women and minorities face in science careers. In 2019, she noticed a lack of Wikipedia articles on female and minority scientists. She decided to do something about it. She started writing articles. And then she wrote some more, and then she wrote some more. And by late 2022, she had written over 1,700 bios. It's just amazing. It's like a drug, right? Like on the one hand, I'm doing something that's really honoring them. But at the same time, I'm like learning every single night. Her efforts have garnered widespread recognition, including a feature in the New York Times. In my conversation with Dr. Wade, we delve into the importance of representation in science and how we can all work toward creating a more equitable and inclusive future. Now, as a female meteorologist in a field dominated by men, I found Jess's passion infectious. In fact, I'm in awe of her love of elevating women in science, and I think no matter who you are or what your background is, you will be too. After all, it was a woman that discovered radium, a woman that pioneered the first use of chemotherapy, and it was a woman that discovered that Earth had an inner core. So sit back, relax, and join us as we go Off the Radar with Dr. Jess Wade. I love your story. This is really interesting. I read about it in the Washington Post. Tell me where this stemmed from, how you found kind of this hole in the internet of underrepresented women and minorities on Wikipedia. 
Sure. I guess I kind of realized it when I first got into a physics department. You know, my my undergrad was was a physics um, physics degree. And you kind of walk in and you're fresh faced and naive and you think everyone's had the same opportunity to do anything. Everyone can go off and become a scientist or an engineer. And you look around you and you see that it's kind of way overrepresented. Men are way overrepresented. The majority of them are white and um Pretty much everyone's from a privileged background. You know, if you're going to choose to study a subject like physics at university, chances are you knew a physicist or, or you're from a pretty privileged place where you had a really good physics teacher. And and I kind of realized as an undergrad that that was incredibly unfair and it really motivated me to want to do something to change it. I, I kind of got a bit more proactive when I was doing my PhD and really thought, you know, we need to get more people enthusiastic about studying science. But we also need to do a better job of celebrating the scientists and engineers that we have. You know, those women, those minorities who have broken through, those people who are in leadership positions or their professors or their, you know, chief meteorologists on a network. You know, we really need to to be honoring and celebrating them equally to their to their male counterparts. And so I kind of I I was I was motivated, I was compelled, I was talking about people when I was giving lectures and you know, whether that was to high school students or members of the public, wherever I could, I was interspersing these little stories. And then I realized I had to take it one up and 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 Wikipedia is this kind of perfect platform for doing that. So Wikipedia is, you know, this democratized access, open access platform for knowledge sharing. Um but it has a huge problem. And that huge problem is that the majority of people who contribute to it are men. The majority of people who contribute to it are actually white men from the Northern Hemisphere, especially from North America. And so topics about things like the global South or women or minorities are just massively underrepresented, not just scientists and engineers, but just if anything is to do with women, it's unlikely to be on the site. When, when I started editing or when I learned to edit in kind of the end of 2017, it was about 17% biographies of women um, across all fields. That's who the world deems is notable. You know, 51% of the population and according to Wikipedia's notability criteria, only about less than one fifth of the notable people in the world. And I just knew that wasn't true. And, and I was also really determined to try and change it. So, so at the beginning of 2018, I started every single day writing Wikipedia biographies of scientists and engineers from historically marginalized groups. And it, it was like a, it was, it was, it was just amazing. It's like a drug, right? Like on the one hand, I'm doing something that's really honoring them. And I love seeing people get recognition. It's my favorite thing in the world if they've done something awesome. But at the same time, I'm like learning every single night. I'm learning a new field of science or a different state or like an obscure high school that someone went to and you get to do all that learning as well. And I think it, it kind of inspired so much in me and an appreciation of history and archives and all of this. So yeah, I realized it. I had to act on it and it's just been so much fun. So have you seen it make a difference? I mean, I know I, I have a child and when he does a research project, the first thing he does is go to Wikipedia. So this is having probably immediate impact, right? Yeah, it does. And you know, it has impact in the kind of the sweetest and, and most kind of subtle ways. So, you know, when you were, well, certainly when we were younger and we were at school and you'd kind of go on Wikipedia maybe and you'd search through notable alumni from your school or something like that. And usually, because Wikipedia was dominated by men, that would be a whole bunch of old men or notable alumni from your university would be a whole bunch of old men. And now you go on and you see way more 
people from diverse backgrounds who are in those lists. Or when a high school teacher is putting together a display for a classroom, they have all of those people who they before wouldn't have had access to information about. Because no high school teacher is going to trawl through the pages of, you know, Harvard's bioengineering department. They're going to go on Wikipedia to try and get that information and that content. So yeah, you have this kind of immediate, quite subtle way of taking information to people who could potentially be inspired or could put that person forward for an award or is arranging a conference and needs to find an expert in optical materials to invite and now has someone who's from a much more diverse background than they'd originally thought. So yeah, in, 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 in kind of sneaky and subtle ways, it's really powerful. So this sounds time consuming. I know you've been working on it for several years. Do you have helpers? How can we how can we learn how to do this and help with this mission? I mean, editing Wikipedia is so simple that um, it sounds it sounds like a ridiculous thing when I say I learned how to edit because all you do is instead of being on the tab that says read, you click the tab that says edit. And then it's basically like a, a word interface. You know, it's a really simple thing to, to get used to and to, to familiarize yourself with. I would say to to start small, if you want to start editing, you know, go to pages that you know could be improved, whether that's about a person or a town or a topic and start just improving it. Bring things up to date, add some references in, maybe improve some of the grammar because some editors edit, you know, after a long day in the lab and may not have spelt everything perfectly, you know, go and put that time in it and do that and then start to create new pages or translate pages out of English into other languages, because that's super powerful too. I, I, I find that it is so kind of motivating to learn these things and discover these things that actually it kind of keeps you going. So, so it's such a kind of great rush to be able to put content online and take information to people. The fantastic thing about it is there's a phenomenal editing community. There's great communities for people who want to improve representation or specific topics maybe that you can find by going to the wiki communities part of it but actually yeah I just work now I, I, I'm part of an organization a nonprofit called 500 women scientists and we've been training science editors and women science women focused editors all around the world to write pages about women and gender minorities for Wikipedia in all different languages so that everyone can get as much information as possible awesome <laughs> um, last question this is an ongoing problem sexism in the sciences um, do you have any advice to young women who are struggling with this every day or young girls who are hoping to go into the field? Yeah, I think probably the advice would be different. If you're, if you're a young girl going, hoping to go into the field, please come. We desperately, desperately need you. Science <laughs> needs your creativity and your enthusiasm and your commitment and your ingenuity because we really need to make discoveries to, to save this planet and also to protect and learn from each other. So please come in. If you are a young woman working in science and you're experiencing challenges or if someone isn't listening to you or if you find that you consistently have your ideas stolen by your male colleagues, it's super annoying, but please don't let it end your scientific career. Find a network of, of women, whether that's online or offline, find a network of people, I should say, who will listen to you and who will amplify your message and who will take that complaint to people who need to hear it and act on it. Because I think collectively, we have the power to change this. We've seen it with Black Lives Matter. We saw it with Time's Up. When we come together and start to call for something to end and call for injustice to end, people in senior positions start to listen. So please don't lose face. Don't lose heart. Science 
absolutely 100% needs you, but we have to join up to take on these challenges. Big thanks to Jess Wade for sharing her inspirational story. Off the Radar is a production of the National Weather Desk. Make sure you're following the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes publish every Tuesday. If you know a woman in a STEM field or an aspiring scientist of any gender, please share this episode with them. And feel free to rate, review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to let us know what you think of the show. You can also suggest some new topics for us to touch upon in future episodes. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Just search The National Weather Desk. This podcast is produced, hosted, and edited by me. Special thanks to Eric Newell and Richard Cook for their contribution. I'm meteorologist Emily Gracie. Make it a great day.